Hi, Mom Snap listeners. This is Joe, and you're about to listen to Season 2, Episode 28, The Nanny 401 with Devin Bachrath. Yeah, that's right. We had a guest. First and only. Pretty excited about it. And during our conversation with Devin, we jumped from one topic to another, and there wasn't a clear cut in the editing, so we added a chime sound effect. Once you get there, it's going to make sense, but if I didn't mention it right here, right now, you'd be like, what the fuck is happening? So I'm mentioning it. Look for the chime. Enjoy the show. Oh, hot mic. Is it hot for you? Not at all. Wow. I've been talking to a couple friends who listen to the podcast and they keep saying your audio is fine. So just know this, if you're listening, we know it's not great and we're not going to say it anymore because we're hearing mixed, we have mixed signals. I'm not going to talk about it anymore with you people. Okay. 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 And just know that we think about it constantly. <laughs> And we'll never say anything about it again, but it's the only thing that we think about. And when we say we have little board meetings with each other and we say the, the podcast is is absolutely perfect. There's no room for improvement except on audio. And we know we don't have to say that part. We like know that mm. it, 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 it's like our love for you. You know, it's like, although we'll say it all the time. We love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. Okay. What's going on this week? We got to be fast and furious because later in this episode, we're going to have our first guest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Our first, our only. Yeah. That's right. You heard us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a short list. I know you have a long list. Do you want to go? Well, I think my list got shorter and shorter. I think. Oh, okay, bless. Wait, you, you got your list. You go. I love when you have a list, Danny, because you know, I don't give a shit about the things I care. I'm <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm much rather. <laughs> um, well, I, I I did want to bring up the Holy Trinity. Um, who do you want to start with? I'm going to leave it there. I mean, we got to start with Brittany because, you know, Mother's Day was this month. And according, Let's not forget. And according to the Instagram, which is where I'm getting all my news. Sorry, TMZ. She had a little visit with her mom. That's exactly what I wanted to bring up. Did you read her post? Yes. What do you mean according to TMZ? I said according to Instagram. That's I'm where sorry, I'm getting I'm inf- all my information. I'm sorry, TMZ. And I'm look s- at Okay, okay. This is the first time where I thought maybe she is dead. Girl, you better stop. I don't know. It just seemed um out of step for Miss River Red. Um, but I am happy for her. And if it is like a hundred percent truthful which I think like, this is what I like about her kind of like unhinged. I think it's like the truth and it's here and ain't no. And let me tell you this, I'll tell you a hundred percent guarantee we ain't ever going to get AI to replicate what's happening here. <laughs> AI would combust. Oh, AI. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Conservatorship by a father, mother and sisters, but AI dead. Everyone else is going to be like full on bot. We'll be like, are we looking at Jennifer Aniston or is this like AI? Brittany, we're going to be like, the AIs cannot replicate. The coding cannot figure this no, no, out. No, no, no. It, it, you know, you didn't spin the the proper way. Like, you're, yeah, there's, absolutely, you're right. 
But I did think this was just like a little out of step, but then I was like so excited for her. That's what I was just joking when I said she could be dead. And and I and it's a problem that I thought that was a joke. I'm gonna have to talk to you <laughs> off offline about that one. <laughs> I'm we're gonna correct ourselves. Right now. I'm getting such <laughs> yes. Um my mama showed up after on my doorstep after three years. Time heals all wounds. After being able to communicate what I've held in for an extremely long time, I feel so blessed we are able to make things right. Mm. I love you so much. Wow. And I I hope that her own sons were able to give her some love and time on Mother's Day. Um, we'll see. Because, because she certainly had a moment with her own mom. Anyway, I I am... I am dying to hear how this is all going to affect the book. I am dying to know if Jamie Lynn's going to show up on her doorstep. And there's still a question mark whether she's like good with Jamie Lynn or not. Um, to me, this is uh, a Britney post because at the end, the PSSS, I'm so blessed we can have coffee together after 14 years. Um, and to me, the timeline isn't, it isn't adding up for me. Like the conservatorship was what? Eight years? I mean, it could very well be have been 14 years and she has it in her calendar, got coffee with mama. And this was 14 years ago. Because um, God knows she hasn't had the best relationship with her mom. Bad. Okay, what else is on your list? Um. Well, of course, Beyonce. Um, okay, here we go. And we got a voicemail from Irene from Paris. Irene, first name, last name, Marquette, who saw her, first of our friends to see her, and Gay Paris. And maybe we should just play the voicemail. I haven't even, yes, I'm so excited. Wait, let me, okay. What's up, Mom Stomp? It's Irene. I am sending you an audio file uh, because I can't call you because I am in the land of France and I just saw the Beyonce show and I am not going to give any spoil. I gave you guys, you two personally a spoiler. I'm not going to share, although I'm sure it's public knowledge. Um, but here's my reporting from the front lines of the Beyonce show. Here we go. Everyone Number get one, close. Incredible. Mm. It was long but it didn't feel long it was pure paradise it is just an incredible production number two there are visuals they are interstitials when she is changing but it's not uh it's like video art and here is what it is giving we're talking cyberspace internet singularity uh, Metropolis, Fifth Element, mm-hmm. Cyborg, mm-hmm. Go. Metal, Go. Cybercrimes, yes. <laughs> Digital, Dial-Up, MySpace, Hackers. <laughs> that is, that's the vibe. Um, DOS, <laughs> we're talking, <laughs> we're, we're, we're talking future, we're talking the past of the internet. We're talking hauntology. Mm. Um, that is something to just think about. 
the RO, I think, was pretty much as advertised, if anyone has peeked at it. Um, She's beautiful. She's amazing. She's the best. The crowd, incredible. There were two guys that were standing up at the beginning, and some people behind them couldn't see because, you know, she starts a little slow, ballad, intimate, and then it just expands from there and while these guys were standing these women couldn't see and they asked them to sit down and they were like no we're here to see Beyonce and then the woman next to me tapped them on the shoulder and she like whispered to them and then they sat down and I was like what did you just do and she was like I've been a lawyer for 20 years by the end of it they were best friends everybody everybody was best friends Time of my life. So glad. So, 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 so glad that I did it. I'm glad that I saw it. And um, now I want to see it again and see how it evolves and changes if it does. And uh, she is just uh, the best. What a gift. All right, guys. Well, signing off from Paris, France. It's your buddy, Irene. And as a mom, I'm going to say that I'm stomping right now. Yes, okay, girl. Yes, you are. Ooh, wow. What a Hee-hee. report. We have boots in the field in Paris. What? Lines. That's right. What a gift. What a gift. She hasn't even hit America. And mom stomp has the full coverage for you. And she's coming in it. Paris cool. She's t- she's educating us. Hauntology, not a word I knew before. Hauntology. Tell me, what does hauntology mean? Here it is. A range of ideas referring to the return or persistence of elements from social or cultural past as in the manner of a ghost. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> you love it. Hauntology. Culturally a ghost. Um, I, I'm dying over DOS. I'm dying over... Uh, her spitting out all these references after being swept away after seeing the concert and being tired in in her hotel room, coming up with all these references. The mind you're go, you're going to go to Renaissance, and you're going to come back. Your mind's going to be spinning. You're going to be. You think spinning. you're going to go back and sleep? No, you're going to be calling. You're making audio files. You you think Irene stopped at the audio file? She wrote a book that night. Yeah, <laughs> to be published. Yes, to be published for the rest of her life. I don't think her dreams will be the same. I think there'll be more lucid. She will have ideas mm. every morning. Mm. <laughs> Just like as as her album dropped, we knew we would be unpacking it for a lifetime. So does her concert, and this review was perfect. I no, guess. like huge spoilers, but getting me so excited. Here's the part. If you bought a ticket and you are questioning buying that ticket because maybe you didn't have all the money, which we are, this felt like a gift to hear this. Yeah. We we made the right choice for our family, Joe. <laughs> for our family. Yes. Um, and you, I took a little note here. I, I, I'm telling this audio file might affect my my costuming. Mm-hmm. Now we know the interstitials, the vibe. I'm 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 thinking like I've been thinking for a long time, just because 
for not a long time. I have not really. Dis- We're going to Janet Jackson in like two weeks. Okay, it's I happening. Mean, and that's what I the- mean. But but I'm starting to think about this these outfits, and I'm really leaning towards the silver mirrors, like the gold the glitter. Like it's everywhere, and it's just the look. It's what Blue was wearing. Like it's like, so I'm like leaning there, and I just wrote sound effects. Your costume. I want to press a button, have it dial up, dial up. <laughs> could you imagine when that video goes off? If I could press a button and dial, <laughs> waistline cinched. <laughs> I cannot. Hold on, yeah. girl. Dial me up. Hold on, girl. Hold on. This is not. We're here. We're here to enjoy the show, and we're here to make people around us happy. Well, that's right, because she's not going to be able to see us from where she's from, but she is looking. And if it can't be her commenting on our costume, it's going to be the people around us in yeah. our little section. Does she? You don't You don't think she has spies at her own concert? Oh, there's spies in every section. What that's... section are you? 352? <laughs> there's a spy. Yeah, that's where Daniel is. By <laughs> the way, what do you think of that person tap, tap, tapping? Can you please sit down? I think that is the power of Beyonce. Um, that living they were friends through by the end, right? Like, I, you know, this woman probably if she had gone to, sorry, Taylor Swift. I don't mm-hmm. know if anyone would be, even be standing for it. Oh, sorry, Swifties. <gasps> oh, you dead. You're I'm shot be on sight. I'm knifed. You're not. These people don't. This, shot on sight is merciful. Taylor Swift, they're gouging your eyes out with spoons, bitch. Bye bye. I don't know if that woman would have said something at the Taylor Swift concert, but this woman is like, e- you cannot do this to everybody. Everybody went through the Ticketmaster thing. It's a little different in Paris, I know, but everybody went through this. Mm-hmm. Everybody needs to be able to get to enjoy this and see the visuals. And it was in that moment those people knew. This is what I'm guessing. They knew. They were. They were like, we all have to be here for Beyonce and do the right thing. Right? Or do you think she was like threatening like, bitch, if you don't sit down, I will, you will be paying for my ticket. (laughs) Yeah. Je m'appelle Omi. Je m'appelle. Bleep blorp. (laughs) Bleep blorp. Wait. Like, I definitely feel like she was like, there was probably tension. That's how I took the audio from Irene, that there was tension. But the point was, by the end, zero. We had people threatening lawsuit at the beginning. And and that's not going to live through the Renaissance, baby. You bring all your problems to Renaissance. Actually, bring write down a list of things that are pissing you off. I dare you to have them piss you off by the end of the concert. You actually write them down and throw them into the air. At the end. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, also, also uh, worthy, noteworthy that Irene was there when none other than Blue Ivy Carter took to the stage with choreography. Um, and I was able to ask Irene in person about this moment. You know, how was she introduced? How was uh, – what was the reception – and um, I guess she popped out during uh, My Power from Black is King. 
and was just dancing along with those dancers and the the crowd was going nuts and um Beyonce's coming in out on that tank and it's like mom's right behind her it's so powerful it's so beautiful it's amazing and blue was so cool swag swag there it didn't not it didn't seem over it didn't seem like stage mom kid it didn't seem like crazy i'm a dancer it seemed i'm in control and my parents i'm sending you something right now the images disregard for now but that link mm. guess who else was at the concert Ooh. when irene was there Ooh. Rumi. <gasps> how do you Rumi. know Rumi was in the stands sitting next to Blue, and then Blue's like, hold on a second. I got to go jump on stage really quick and dance. Okay, okay, okay. I did my thing. I got to go backstage and change, and now I'm going to go sit with my sis again. Wait, is – oh, my – So Rumi's in the red, the red dress. She's like three or four. And they made a little sign for her. We love you, Blue. Girl, this was the concert to be at, and Irene knew that. Irene knew. Yeah. Oh, my God. The family uh, was there. Yes, the bloodline. Like, sir, was was he sick or what, what the fuck? I mean, what's going on, sir? We're, we're, we're missed, we missed you, buddy. Okay, sir did not appear in the footage. Oh, my gosh. That's so sweet. I know. Really star-studded. I believe Kylie Jenner was there with her mom, Chris Jenner, that night. I mean, Paris was, it was like. If you go to L.A., you're trash. <laughs> We're going to L.A. <laughs> you get your ass to Paris. <laughs> um, I'm so excited. And, of course, we got a new opening look for the ballads. And she's just switching it up. She's changing choreography. Uh, you know, that she's. I'm very much closely paying attention to all these numbers. And now she, she used to do heated, like on the stage with these mechanical fans fanning her. Uh -huh. But now she's actually like coming down to Club Renaissance and performing that song. So truly, it is an evolving concert. You know, she's not giving you the same thing every city. That's, it's, that's, that's fucking wild. And and I I would love I would love some fucking I need a podcast from some Bono I need Bono's podcast he's got one I yeah. need a podcast from some singers fucking being like this is revolutionary what she's doing yeah thank you I need where are you Bonnie we're, Bono we're, we're out here but who are we we love her I need someone who's like her sworn enemy that's like okay I'm down <laughs> I get it. Are you? I'm looking at Beyonce.com right now. This red outfit is unreal, and I haven't seen it yet. Red at the very bottom of the page here. Oh, my God. I need to be this on fan. this website. And we got to – I need hauntology. We need to have look hauntology on this website. We need a hauntology the house down. That part. Oh, um, gee. 
Irene also mentioned to me that, you know, how the, this, the stage has that kind of circle. Yeah. That, um, that circle, there are visuals happening and things happening in that circle that not the whole arena can see. So if you're in those beehive seats or you're on the floor and you're, cl- or you're in club, you are kind of getting something that Holy maybe other people are not getting. Shit. And she said the amount of times she s- would come to those people, talk to them, serenade them, point, you know, like interact with them was yes. like, baby you're getting some value in those tickets. Ooh. Happy for my boys. Oh, my God. Blue looks so much like Jay-Z. No. Babe, look at some old I mean, I know both. both. But in yeah. this red outfit, she looks just like Jay-Z. What if we find out that Jay-Z and Beyonce have been brother sister this whole time? Girl. Saying. I'd be like, let's bring incest back. It's cool. <laughs> it's back. They did it right. Okay. Anything else about this is wild. Thank you, Irene, for this call. Thank you. I, uh, okay. The, the, the constant change of the tour is unreal. There's going to be, there's going to be college courses on it. <laughs> this is, I can't believe we have, have we Googled this to find an article about it? This is crazy. The tour? The fact that the tour keeps changing or I, I, whatever. I, I'm not a big fan of anyone else. If I'm honest, <laughs> maybe like, maybe they're always changing their fucking outfits. It seems insane to me. God, this blue number. Wow. I mean, is this Paris day two? Where is she now, babe? I don't know. The red is unreal. The changing of the outfits. So she just was like. She announces this tour and then the the wardrobe is like, well, we have 569 gowns for you. And she She goes goes like this. Yes, please. You know what? I'll take them all. You guys, can we say this out loud? Was it just the last episode where we were talking about Beyonce, first name, last naming everyone, and first name, last name, John Cochran was like, did you notice that the social media strategist's name was Cody? We put it on Instagram, but yeah. <laughs> and I was, he, I go, no, we would have been fucking losing our fucking mind, John. We did not notice. I cannot believe you found that. I flipped. I've been thinking about it all day. I'm like, we're, <gasps> this is not real. This fucking br- red pill, blue pill motherfucking shit. We've never felt closer to Beyonce. I died. Yeah. Like, I know she hired him because his name's Cody. Okay, what else is on your list? Um, Rihanna's perfume. Do you want? Do you still need time to... Let's go. Let's talk about it. So we said we were going to journal about Rihanna's perfume. Yes. Okay, so we have five samples of her perfume and... Uh, or not her perfume, perfume that she wears. And I just wanted to report back on a couple of them. The major story being, okay, like the one she wears, love, is so good. It is so, it is good. And on my body, it smells very good and I love it. And I feel like I'm cheating and like taking her smell, but it does make me happy to wear. The other one, one of these other ones, straight to heaven. I put on one one morning in my kitchen. Yeah, you heard me in my kitchen. I don't have a boudoir. 
I don't have a huge walk-in closet where I can spray my this shit and put on my boots. Sometimes Things happen in my in kitchen. kitchen. Things happen in the kitchen that aren't just cooking. Chill out, everyone. <laughs> I spray it. It's pretty terrible. The immediate immediate reaction is <gasps> patchouli. I'm not a big patchouli fan. It's very cologne heavy. Mm. I think it's supposed to be a unisex perfume. Mm. Um, I just uh, did not like the smell. Mm. I go about my day with little Joey wearing it. It's rubbing off on the seatbelt. My whole car is stinking now. Hating it, hating it. We come home from a day out. And the moment we opened our front door, the smell of our apartment hit us like a brick wall. Little Joey first to to react. <laughs> what is that? I was like, I, I think it's cat pee. Are the windows open? Like, are I know we have stray cats in the neighborhood. Windows are not open. Then I start to look in my apartment for cats, which we don't have any. That's how strong this smell was. I'm asking my husband, like, what happened today in this apartment? He was like, I have been working in the other room. I do. I truly do not know. Looking, looking, looking. Finally, I trace it back to the kitchen floor. It is the perfume, how it has, like... You know, once you spray perfume, it can kind of like change. Settle in. Right. Settle in. So the settling smell was cat piss. Yeah, you heard it. Annie, uh, looked you- for ca- Annie looked for actual cats. She does not own a cat. She got walked into her apartment. She goes, there must be a cat in my apartment. That part. This makes- wasn't. This wasn't a muddy boot smell. This wasn't a dirty sock. This wasn't mildew. This was cat piss. Girl, I like to think I have a sophisticated sense of smell. (laughs) Anyway, straight to heaven went straight to the trash. (laughs) Straight to heaven. Listen, Annie told me and Devin the story yesterday. I I have the same sample Annie has. And I'm looking at that like it's the nuclear code, bitch. (laughs) I'm like that. Every time I see it now, when I because I I open it up, I go, that's the one. Last night and today, when I when I opened the little sample, because I've been using them too, I okay. did love. Don't be shy, and I did. Uh, good girl gone bad. Both really nice scents, right? Did you combine them, or you just did one one the other night and um, one today? Okay, I'm loving this. I gotta say this, I love it when someone has a smell. I love it when you can like hug someone, any person, but it's very hard to pick a smell. That yeah. is not a luxury any person with a life has. This yeah. is something. So, so yeah, we do need the rich people who got the time to just fucking tell us what to wear. Hey, you dirty plebeian, wear this so you don't smell like shit. And people are so sensitive about their smells and so guarding they don't want to know. They don't want to tell people. It's like a recipe or something, like a family recipe. Yeah. They, they don't want to share their smells. So, Yeah. I'm I'm using this sampler and I'm loving it. Da 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 da. And I'm gonna pick one of them and I'm gonna buy a bottle. And it's gonna be love. Don't be shy. You think, girl? What if I really buy- am like just my body like mixes with straight to heaven? And I'm so curious to see how you, what you think of it. I'm scared. I'm it's gonna so- do it like on a day when I'm like PMSing and just pissed at people. I'm like I don't fucking yeah, care. So you, you don't like anything about it. Um. It's so different from the other ones. Um, 
Yeah, scent is so private. And it's not, you can't give somebody perfume as a gift. You can't. Right? I I've I know I given have given you a Britney smell, but oh, like well that, come on, that's like that's a, yeah, that's a that's good a gift. Bit, that's a good oh, gift. I mean, it's no, it's a good gift, and she, her perfumes are like all trash. They're <laughs> they're all like you know like candy from yeah, CVS. Yeah, yeah, but you have to support her fragrance lines. Nice. Um, okay. Yeah, the only person who can give you gift for perfume is Rihanna. Um, that's it. Okay. Okay. Anna, Brittany, and okay, anything else? No, that was it. It was mostly Beyonce. And move on to our guest of honor. Dun da da da. Honored. Okay. Here we go. Enjoy. This is our first guest on Mom Stomp. We couldn't be more honored, more excited to have Miss First and Only Bachrath. First and only. Right. I mean, you guys have heard us talk about first and last name Deva Bachrath before. Um, she's called in. And this is, you know, life, years of friendship here. So we're ready to gab. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me, ladies. It's a privilege to be here. Wow, she's feeling shy wow. today. You want to talk with... like this the whole time. <laughs> she's proper. And so what you need to know about Devin is she's a friend. She's a comedian. She's a working actress, but by day she's also nannying, and she's got all the hot juice for us parents. Yeah, that's right. Which is the only reason that I felt I could, uh, that I bullied my way into this. We're well, honored to have you. Are you kidding? Yeah, the honor it, you is know, mine. it's okay to bully moms because you know it's like we'll take it on the chin, you know, and ultimately yeah. we're gonna turn the other cheek. Yeah. That's, I think I've heard that before about moms. <laughs> Jesus said that about moms. Yeah. He said, go for <laughs> it with the moms. How long have you been a nanny? Eight years. Okay. Eight years. We've got a seasoned nanny here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you've worked with many ages, right? Yes, yes, yes. I'd say my range is between two weeks and... About nine years old. Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. Listen, you, if you're going to get Devin, Devin, I've I've recommended Devin for, for many a nanny job. Same. And, and when they're calling me, I'm saying you're getting prime nannying. This prime rib. Prime rib. This woman's going to give you entertainment. She's going to give you – she's going to give these kids core memories, Period. This is me. I'm like, who's calling? And who are you? Oh, you're calling about my girl? Can I see some credentials? <laughs> what, what, what's your story? Because I'm not going to recommend my girl to some sleazy-ass nanny family. Yeah, parents <laughs> out there, I can promise you, I'll be your kid's favorite babysitter they've ever had. Not sure if I'll be yours. That's Because I will... Bio. I will offer sprinkles with the Sundays. I will be teaching them annoying sound effects and bits. Have you gotten into it with a parent where uh, what you were throwing down, they were like, this is not okay? Only once have we had a situation where they called me to talk about something that was like a a philosophical thing. Um, And after the conversation, I was like, 
100%. I am so sorry. It was a misstep on my part. Um, because that is a challenge of being in childcare. You do have to get, it's, you do have to be chameleon. You know, you have to like understand yeah. what the family's values are and how you roll in that. And I'll, you know, I'll tell you what it was is, um, I'd say this family's more conservative. I wouldn't say that they're problematic per se on this topic, but, um, a little toddler, a boy, was asking me um, if he could put a barrette in his hair. And I said, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and then um, a little girl said, no, boys don't wear barrettes. And I said, well, some boys wear barrettes. And she said, well, they're supposed to be for girls. And then it evolved from there into, you know, what is a pretty complicated conversation about gender identity for a toddler. Um, and I did make it more complicated than it needed to be, but this family was like, we understand that your beliefs are on this side of that. We also agree that like people have rights and that we shouldn't be tampering with people's sense of identity and all this stuff. But we also feel that for this age group, that's too complicated for them to understand and we'd rather address it at a later time in their development. And I was like, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. But that's the only time I've ever had like a, I, I wouldn't even say that was a touchy subject. I'd say the most difficult thing that comes up is about money. With <laughs> parents and nannies. Parents and babysitters, you are a household employee. And sometimes um, the lines get blurred about what's appropriate for people to respect in terms of your commitment and how you're compensated. Okay. Oh, oh, can you elaborate? I sure can. Here's what I'll say. There's no HR department. Okay. That's Ooh. something that even through I, a nanny service, right? Yes. That's just kind of a hiring process. It's in the hiring process. Sometimes there's contracts drafted at the top. Sometimes that's th that's your time to do any negotiating if you're going to. Um, but once you sign and once you're hired, it's kind of like locked in for X amount of time. So it's very challenging when something is going on that you feel is not fair or um yeah isn't isn't working for you and um I would say like it's just the most vulnerable nannies are young fresh out of school women mm. okay I'm gonna say that um and they're usually great with kids because they are so eager to please and um they don't want to they don't fight for themselves and I have had a number of situations in which I have had to really um, pump myself up, cry a lot, talk to a lot of friends, message on message boards to get the courage to ask for things I deserved. That's so fucking hard. I still can't do that stuff. I'm 40. <laughs> it's bad. It can be really bad. Yeah. So, my advice to parents is so communicate openly and make your nanny feel like they can come to you with stuff. Um, and always put these things in writing, you know, like mm. that's, that's just valuable. Um, because the moment that the person that cares for your children starts to feel like you don't value them or respect them, 
You're going to put poo-poo in their cookies. That's right. You're baking <laughs> turd brownies, honey. <laughs> and they do have a foot out the door. That's why it's such a messy industry, if we call it that, because it is just like a bartering of services. And how can you tell if you're getting your money's worth or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think, like, personally, like, I know that I make a high hourly rate with the families that I work for. And because of that, I respect and value that and continue to put the best effort forward all the time. Right. It's like, if you know, you got a good gig, you're going to do it. But if you get some shitty job where you're making like less than minimum wage or something, I mean, yeah, no shit. You're going to be on your phone the whole time. It's a matter of like what people are, what people are willing to ask of you too you know what I mean like if you guys are going out your kids are if like fourth grade now you can hire a teenager to sit and watch tv while they're asleep and pay them you know I don't know 15 bucks or whatever like that's reasonable I think if you want them to be like speaking French with your kids and um doing these like complicated parenting styles from Mm. these books about peaceful development and stuff then you're gonna have to pay somebody more money for that yeah and I think that maybe like maybe we're talking about well weirdly a lot of it but the money thing is so hard because there's like so many different reasons but it's like first of all like watching someone's kid is something that you do and you like do it for free and then you're like well now I'm paying this person $25 it's actually a lot and they should appreciate it but then there's like also this element where you're like we've all kind of at least I think a lot of people babysit growing up so you get paid a different amount so then like when that goes up there's something about the the person who's paying the nanny it's just like I don't know. I don't know why it's like you're supposed to be grateful, but it's like it should just be like a a wage that we're all familiar with. And anything on top of that is like a tip or something. But it feels like there's like the negotiation of it all. And it's like, how much trouble is my kid? How much are you going to bring to the table? Like, how much is this? How much is that? And I know they're all factors, but it's like so hairy. Sorry. Girl, that is a heavy one to bring up. The idea of like how much trouble is my kid? Because that's a really sad one. Um, I hear stories all the time about difficult kids getting just turned over and over and over by the nannies because it is like the Von Trapp family. Yes, honey. <laughs> the Baroness after Baroness. Pesselle. <laughs> frogs in her soup. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, worse. I remember during when I was coming out of the pandemic, I was looking for a new gig, and there was a woman who was a single parent living in New York. Her daughter was a teenager, but her daughter had special needs. And this woman wanted to pay me to come be with her like two days a week for three hours or something, just to be a friend to her daughter. And she was willing to pay a lot of money because it was that important to her And I just found that so sad because there should be more services or, or resources for someone in her position. You know what I mean? Like, it was like, Mm -hmm. this is like, and to be, I mean, it's not like I was showing up on her door. Like, it's me. I don't need a penny from you. I'll, I'll learn to love this kid. Like she's my friend from school. But, um, 
I just, I did, that really shook me. Like, I guess it's like, if you have a full-time job and your nanny has like that kind of commitment to your family, go salary, bitch. If you go on vacation, that's not up to them. (laughs) If you don't want to bring them with you, then you need to pay them. You know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Well, and it's like, it's like you should budget that for the year. It's like, we're getting a nanny this year. This is how much we're going to pay them. Oh, by the way, we're taking a trip. It's already factored into the, that doesn't fluctuate. Yes. Yeah. And you shouldn't be requiring them to go to these things with you either. It's like, yeah, you can offer that. And if you do, here's one, here's a big one. If you ask a person to travel with your family, to go away from their home, sleep in a different place, you need to be compensating them for that. It is not just like the regular hours. You have taken them out of their life. You cannot pretend that people don't do things for themselves when they're not in your house. Like, that's Looney Tunes, but you will be surprised. People want to stiff you with that shit all the time. That I think that that's the problem, right? They're making choices for you. They're like, oh, we're going on a vacation. So this is kind of like better. So she's getting something out of it. It's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. Like at the end of the day, this is a job. This is the job. And now I'm spending more of my time with your family because I'm here 24 hours. But but it's like, do you know what I am I getting it that they're that they're they think this is like amazing or whatever, where they're like, Oh. Joe, this used to happen to me all the time with a family that I did love, but they would notify me like the night before, hey, um, the kids actually have a short day at school. We're going to we're going to take off early for the day and enjoy the weekend, like the long weekend. So you don't have you can come in tomorrow morning and just work for two hours. And, it, and they're pitching it like, isn't that so great? And that would be great if I was getting paid for what um, I'm anticipating for my regular hours every week. But they would not because I was an hourly employee. So I'd get stiffed for like six to eight hours of the job that day. And I'd be fed that information like it was some kind of fucking shit cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt when I was like, I think that I might have messed up this, but I remember that story because you were like, I remember you talk because Coleman and it Guy, was you were the one that had just told me what how you handled that situation. And then when it came up, I was like, you know what? Joe does this. <laughs> <laughs> came yeah. back to bite me. <laughs> or I had been like, that's how, because Coleman and Guy were like something, well, like a girl has a vagina. And I'm like, well, not all girls have a vagina. Yes. And that is such a complicated topic to address with kids. Because it's also like, I mean, here we are, a bunch of cishet bitches, right? Um, and that's a, such a, a, a challenging thing to Think about because at what age do we start to introduce that information and, and how what's the best practice? You know, like those are it's all such an interesting thing. And I it really is so frightening that now the government and the right is coming at it so hard, like attacking it. All this all this gentle, like delicate process that's been made is now just like, oh, 
being bulldozed over. Yeah. 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 It's like, you know, I, I, when I first, I mean, even up till now, I'll say, but I, I love a good parenting advice book or like something that is in line with my views. I like advice, that sort of thing. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to take your own advice, but I do think there should be more books because our language is changing and like trans visibility is more of a thing. Like there should be some more advice books on like, what is the best approach? And mm-hmm. you don't have to take those books, but it should be like available too. Cause I think a lot of parents are questioning like what age, what stage, right? Yeah. We have these, these conversations and, I, you know, as white people too, like with race, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, there's more, uh, there's more information being published on that. And it just, we need more of all of it. You know, I've always erred on being very upfront with the kids, maybe like too soon. And, and I think that like, even like, I think a, my major hiccup is I don't know if everyone's getting that information at the same time. And I don't want them to be sharing that information with someone else. Yeah, right. And it's like, they got a book about Santa's two Santa's. I, oh, and, um, they're, they're like two men. It's a black Santa and a white Santa and they're married. And they got that when they were like three or younger or three or four. And I remember being like, thank you. A comedian gave it to them. And obviously yeah. like, thank you. But I was like, is this what I'm introducing to them? Because like everything else says like it's this. And then of course, like we read it to them because I was like judging myself harshly. And then Coleman and Guy, when they started kindergarten, they were like, oh, men can be married. And this kid in school was like, no, they can't. And they were like, yes, they can. And then the next day they came and they came home that night and they asked us and we said, yes, they can be married. And then the kids... And then Coleman, you know, fucking Coleman was like, actually, my mom, I did double check and men definitely could be married. And then Coleman came back and said that the kid was like, it definitely can't happen. And I said to him, I go, why don't you, why don't you not talk about this at school? Because that's something Gideon's parents could tell him. And Peter was very like, fuck that. This is truly life. And he was like, I don't think that Coleman and Guy should censor themselves this is not a bad thing. And, but I was like, I don't know what. Yeah. I don't know. That's heavy. Well, you know, what's funny is I feel like there's also an element of like, oh, I had the thought of like, oh my gosh, because there's so much that's changing or there's so much progress happening. And it's like, well, also when we were kids, some kid would be like, Jesus isn't real. And it'd be like, fuck you. My grandma said Jesus is her prince. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, this issue has always existed. Where like kids are coming from different backgrounds or their families have different opinions about stuff. And it's like, I guess like the bigger issue is just like making sure that they know about tolerance, right? That like what you teach them is what you know and what is true and then you have to respect other people's point of view too. But like, even that's tricky because in this case, it's like, well, then you don't want somebody bullying someone and then your kids being like, you know what? I think it's okay that so-and-so is bullying so-and-so for this reason, even though I agree that so-and-so is allowed to wear pink shoes. I think it's okay that this bully has the opinion that pink shoes are not for boys. (laughs) It's like, yeah. There's got to be some sense of, like, justice. I don't know. And then you also don't get into that territory of, like, not wanting your kid to be the snitch. A family recently asked me if I could... <laughs> a family 
family asked me if I could teach their kid like some comebacks. Oh my God. He's in the second grade. Not because he was like being bullied per se, but because he was a tattle. He was going to the teacher every time like anyone was kind of, you know, talking shit or something. It was like, damn. Wild. Wild they're asking you to come up with comebacks. That's what they think that we do as right. our job. Uh, they, think we, they think we go on stage and yell comebacks at the audience. I was like, ah. Uh, <laughs> I think you're better off teaching your kids how to choke holes. You huckle, heckle people. Take over. <laughs> Teach my kid how to heckle. I was like, well, first we're going to need a microphone. Mm. And he's going to need to bring it every day. My God. Joe, oh, that's heavy. It's Well, and actually you bring up something, Devin, that's like one of my pet peeves at school. And like, I'll be interested to hear Annie how, what you think of it or if it comes into your world once little Joey starts school. But the, the don't be a tattle thing, like teachers are, mm. teachers are very like, don't tattle. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm always telling him like, if this is like fucking... If it's something that makes you uncomfortable, tell the fucking teacher. And if they don't mm-hmm. care, leave the off, leave and go to the office. I'm I'm dying for the office yes, to call Mom. me and tell me to come get my kid. But like the whole kind of like it's very interesting because our our kids were getting bullied in DC or Coleman was for not reading well. And he told someone and no one was dealing with it and the and they had a social worker who was amazing. And she was like, well, we don't encourage tattling. And I'm like, what the, f- what is the fucking line here? Like, when is it important to say when, but then as they're getting older, right now, even though I'm kind of like what me, but Coleman is kind of a rule follower. And there's been a couple of times where he's like, I told the teacher that this kid was doing this. And both Peter and I are like, narc. <laughs> yeah, is that both- tattling? Like, what's the line? Like, yeah, we're like, well, if he is making that choice and it's not affecting you and it's not affecting anyone in the class and it's kind of maybe not good for him, you got to let him let, let the teacher notice that on herself because otherwise he might be mad at you. And even though you didn't do the bad thing, now he's upset. And it's just like, if it's not affecting you, if it's not affecting your friends, you got to let them kind of find it on their own i don't know it's so yeah. fucking hard it's so hard to navigate this world with these little brains <laughs> like there's so much complicated shit <laughs> i think that's right i mean you don't want to discourage your kid from speaking up about shit yeah you know well that's the whole but that's fucking- right like if it's not if it's not you on your person or someone else isn't getting hurt let that person learn the lesson. But then it's also the like, don't tattle, don't tattle. It's teaching kids. It, to me, it's like never tell a kid not to communicate because this is how we're getting pedophiles. This is how we're getting bullies. This is how we're getting this. So it's like if you can just hear what they're saying and then teach them what is valuable, that's fine. But I'm like, I get that the teacher is like overworked, but I'm like, I hate the don't tattle part. Cause I'm like, it might be information because tattle is a nuanced word and it might be information actually you fucking want, but the kid has been told yeah. not to tattle. And then uh, hmm, it's, I mean, fucked. How about teachers? How about teachers jobs? What a fucking undervalued it going extinct profession. <laughs> we are fucked. Oh, <gasps> AI. I mean, and on the and on the flip side of that, there's a lot that Joe you've been through 
that you have expressed to me on this podcast and just off the air of, um, I don't mean to speak out of turn, but my take from it is there's a lot of teaching and education that actually happens at home. Like Mm -hmm. the classroom is one environment. The teacher is doing one thing, has an agenda, but it's, you have to engage your child. You have to find out what is happening in that school so you can correct (laughs) because it's not going to always align with your values, your morals, your beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. And and you think my kids are going to school for an education? No disrespect to the teachers. They are not. They are there for the social game. They are there to meet friends. They're there learning how to be people. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. And yes, they're learning things, but we are going over like, and, and, and when people are kind of like, I can't believe kids are learning this. I can't believe kids are learning that. I'm like, you also have a lot of control in what your kid is learning. Mm. Yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. I feel like this episode is boring because I've just been talking about like nanny stuff. We're going to cut it. it. It's going to be fun. It. It's, it's okay. going to be the biggest, best sound bites. And they're getting this alarm that's happening in New York City. Vulnerable moment. Vulnerable moment. <laughs> Did I tell you guys about this? What is it? Oh, that's first name, last name, Kate O'Connor shit. Those tiny. Sure. I started making, I bought this thing because I wanted to have some three-dimensional artwork on our walls. And I've committed myself to this and I hate it so fucking much. You're making those? I'm making them. And guess what it is? It's Monica from Friends' apartment. (laughs) this fucking set was so expensive and look at this one i bought this one too central perk can you see that Uh, they're all friends themed only because these were the only ones that you could buy that were like something people might recognize and i was like that's fun i mean i think friends is fine all but problematic but it turns out it takes like 200 hours (laughs) <laughs> is it like legos like you're, it's like no i'm using like tweezers and glue <laughs> and a magnifying glass yes an exacto blade i'm worried about you babe i assembled this table i'm happy for you babe by parts wow piece by piece sister look at these tiny look i think this is some kind of coffee company Tell you what, these take a long time to build. Devin, you should do like a little time lapse video. You know what? Maybe I should, because then at least I could have like um, some sort of performative reason to keep going. <laughs> apart from the real reason, which is I don't want to give my partner the anti junk hardware hour. What is that called? The anti junk. The anti junk minute. We're gonna do one. We have to. I, I don't want to give him the satisfaction. That I bought a project I'll never finish because I spent way too much money. Wait, so when you finish, you're going to mount on the wall? Did you just say you wanted 3D wall art? Well, they come with these cute little dust covers. Oh, <laughs> um, my. So it'll it'll be like a little seat. Can you see that? Do what you're saying. Miniatures. Little Haven. Yeah, I can see. Um... 
Yeah, and it comes with like a plastic, like a clear plastic dust cover if you want to put it inside like a little box. But here's why I really got them. Hold on, I'll show you. Can you see that? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is that? It, ha it has lights. These have lights that really work. LED lights. Okay. You're getting this into Christmas you. Village shit right now, bitch. Yeah. Wait. When a is hobby. your lease up? Are we going to finish before the lease? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> we might get through Monica's kitchen by the time the lease is up. But Central Perk, no fucking chance. <laughs> That's a big one. You guys, it's such a mistake. The tweezers. Tweezers. I had to buy these separately. Well, I mean, it didn't come with the tweezers. No. And I have an ex I have one of those paper cutters. You know, the guillotine paper cutter? Oh, yeah. Wow. Are you gluing them? Yeah. yeah. Oh. That's like why th this one looks so shit. Look, if you look really close, it's like all sloppy. Mm. I can see the glue. I wouldn't say like it looks like shit. Look at this cute. Look at this kitchen. frayed linoleum. I, I mean, I'd fire these people. This is, this is our first kitchen, right? It's our first kitchen. I mean, kitchen number three is going to be brilliant. <laughs> Once we oh. get to Joey and Chandler's apartment, it's going to be brilliant, which they do make, by the way. Are these different from the actual miniatures that you can buy? Like, this is like, okay, we're taking those miniatures, but this one is do-it-yourself. But they're all the same scale. They're all DIY dollhouse style miniatures. Mm -hmm. um, there's a company called RoboTime. They have them on Amazon. You can do like a little flower shop or a green a greenhouse. But for me, because of my rampant ADD, I needed another layer to keep my attention. So the fact that it looks like a small building that I've seen before, uh, I thought might keep me keep me at it. Hobbies. I'm excited for you. It looks cool, Deb. Thanks, you guys. I'm hoping it's ready by the time you come out for Freakum. <laughs> Don't forget. Is that July? Yeah. <laughs> Start gluing, baby. I got to stop moving this microphone around. It's blue, probably blue, not, blue. Help, not helping the sound situation. Should we do boots and stomps? Did you say you had a boot and stomp? Hair care. I do. I Let's do. go. You guys, I want to start with the boot because Love. it happened right before this phone call. Okay, fresh, fallacious, jaw drop. I'm not sure if they have this out by you guys, but for any listeners in the tri-state area, there is a swimming program called the British American Swim School. Okay, here's the business model. They teach your kids survival swimming and then the strokes. <laughs> That's right. I know it. Okay, um, this company is a scam. They're bullshit. It is chaos, and you must not work with them. Okay, um, I just want to give you the sequence of events. Enrolled with them May 3rd, okay, on my credit card because I'm family's personal assistant. I put it on my card. They re reimburse me. It's all kosher, right? But that way I can keep track of all the things going on. We enroll on May 3rd. There's a risk guarantee. 
cancellation policy, right? If you are not happy with the with the program by the end of that month that you enrolled, you can cancel on the app and get your money back for that first month, okay? Here's the other thing to know. It is not a pay for class situation. It's not per class. You pay for the month. And so we're enrolled in two classes for this first month, okay? Ideally, we're talking, what, eight classes in a month? Yeah. These motherfuckers. I change my schedule to come in on days that I don't usually work to take this child to swimming lessons. Here we once go. during the week and once on a scheduled day on the weekend. They cancel class three different times hours before the class is supposed to take place. Okay. In one month, three out of eight classes. Inexcusable. Yeah. And it's not like, hey, we're giving you this notice days in advance or plan your makeup class accordingly because they do allow you to do makeup classes. They have a bunch of different locations. But guess what? All these pools that they work with are like dirty grade school pools. Or, like, airport <laughs> hotel pools, okay? Ah, the so dirtiest if, of pools. <laughs> bitch, if they cancel your Wednesday 4.30 class at the local pool, you can drive to Newark Airport to the Doubletree and take your kids swimming there at another day and time that's inconvenient, okay? Excuse me. You heard it here first. Three times they did this in the period of four weeks out of eight classes. I called them. I You can only cancel through the app. Mm. I submit the cancellation. It's before the next billing period because they're about to charge our ass for the month of June as well. Submit the, submit the cancellation to the questionnaire. I say this is in the risk guarantee period or whatever the fuck. They say no. Then I get a call today. Ma'am, we received your second email about getting a refund for two months of tuition because, as you know, June has not begun quite yet, but they have already billed us for the June sessions, right? There's no way this child could have taken any of these classes yet. They're not giving us a refund for any of it. They want to charge for this past month even though I canceled within the month and they had already processed the payment for all of June, which has not started. And a refund is impossible. Come on. I was told it was impossible. It's impossible. I have threatened these people at this point. I said (laughs) to them, I will be reporting this to the Better Business Bureau. That's right. Already disputed the charges with Chase Bank's sister. Yes, you did. And if you can't find someone to call me who can make this happen, I really regret to inform you that I'm not even the person paying for this. I'm the family's assistant and nanny. And the mother is a lawyer and she's an angry one. So I assume she will want to take legal action if you can't figure this out by Monday. By Monday, Memorial Day. 
by Memorial Day. If you're calling me on my Saturday, motherfucker, I'm the nanny. I'm not working. Yeah. I'm off, baby. Find someone to refund that cost. This is the thing. The t the 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 classes, the passes, the gagagabata. There's no refund. You spend the money, we expect the money. So you know what? If that's a fucking standard, pay the nannies when you're sick. Pay mm-hmm. the nanny. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, I'm hearing what you what you're saying about the 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 swimming thing and I fucking hate them and my blood is boiling. And actually it reminds me of my experience with the swimming and I hate getting in these like monthly payments. But, but what I'm really Mm. thinking is like, if you miss a daycare, you still have to pay the daycare. If you miss, and that's insane during COVID people are just paying for months and weeks just to keep their fucking spot. Yeah. That's insane. And we can't pay the nanny. Mm Mm-hmm. When we the take little a little extra? vacation to Tulum. <laughs> yeah. Your what favorite fun? vacation spot. <laughs> what are the what did your family say? Are they like you're a fucking hero for calling them? Oh, they don't even know about all the drama yet. They know they that I decided we're canceling because this is ridiculous and I'm gonna take this child swimming myself. We're gonna sneak into the Ritz Carlton or whatever the fuck and swim on our own because this is absurd. And um they're, they're so inflexible, I these classes. This woman saying to me, I don't have the power to make that change. I said, I'm not interested in rescheduling. Get me in touch with whoever does have that power, because what you're able to do for me is unacceptable. I respect that that's the position you have. I, and I said to her at the end of this call, at the end of the call, I said, ma'am, I understand this is not your fault, but if these are the tools that you have to solve a problem like this, you should work for a better company. Oh, you better get the right Know this, customer service people. This is the title of the book. I know this isn't your fault. This is the title. I know this isn't your fault. We are speaking to Oz, bitch. We're speaking to the man behind the curtain who pays you pennies to take it on the chin for us. Okay? Mm -hmm. And we're pissed. We're trying to get... We're trying to get to see the wizard. And you're telling me no way, no how, because you're being paid to do that. But we know the gig is up. Okay? Yeah. Transfer the call. Just transfer the call. Transfer. Just transfer it. We, this is, what's the name of the book? We know this is not your We fault. know this is not your fault. We know this is not your fault. We know this is not your fault. And, and you know what? I'm popping off right now because I know I'm being recorded. And I need your boss to hear this. Yes. Take it to the Oz. Take it to Oz, bitch. Can you believe that? She wouldn't even try to send me to somebody else. She'd rather hear me say, I will rip your ass to hell and I'll back. end you. On Yelp. I said that I would be reporting my opinion on every, every single source I could. And you did. You did on this podcast. Yep. That's, that, that's why I was so excited to record, ladies. So many people. Yeah. We'll and be the tagging fact, them. The fact that there's British American Swim School... Close enough that you know it is a big, I'm so glad for the, um, I think of myself as a martyr today and I went through that. So you and the listeners don't have to. Absolute hero. Swim schools are hard. We as parents are getting suckered into them because we don't want our child to die if they hit water. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're taking British these classes. waters, British waters, the most fiercest of waters, mm-hmm. and they're bleeding. They're so inflexible. I my swim school was like, it doesn't matter if it's raining or thundering, as long as it's not lightning. We're taking classes, and like I didn't send him one day because it was storms outside, and they would not give us a makeup day for that. Like it's just so rigid. Mm-hmm. Cause they're like maxed out. I'm like, honey, you're not maxed out. You can stick one more kid in the makeup class. Mm-hmm. Come on, B- now. bitch! They canceled on us because one day the school had a swim meet. I said, how the fuck did you not know that until two hours before the class is scheduled? Give us notice. Mm-hmm. Hello. Okay. What's your stomp? Let's go. Oh my stomp. Is it the minis? Oh, it's the hair. My stomp is my Meg Ryan haircut. <gasps> oh, the Meg I didn't think it would work, but I went in. Shut up, you did not. To the Nicaragua salon here in New York at, with a student. I know less. that salon. And she said, what do you want? And I, I, I crossed my eyes. I farted hard and deep. And I said, Meg Ryan haircut. You did not. You swear to God, she did not. I. I'm dying. <laughs> she did I not. I did. I did it. I wow. said Meg Ryan in the movie where she looks like the good-looking Hanson brother. Did she? You did not. You did not. Girl, I was on the hook for that. And there's I was no like, way this because Devin's hair looks so fucking good. Yeah. You told her exactly how to do it. If you, so no, um, I gave her, I, well, I showed her a picture of, um, Meg Ryan. I showed her a picture of Meg Ryan and then I swiped to a picture of someone with a bob and then I swiped back and forth as fast as I could until she came. And then, (laughs) then I shouted at her, give me the haircut like the one handsome brother that everyone had a crush on. Not the horse and not the little one. Horse. And she knew, and she had her way with you. And she goes, got you. I got she this. She did. And afterwards, she did say, got you. And I said, you sure did. I regret everything that happened here today. I've been oh, had. I love it. <laughs> I've been had. Um, it thanks. looks so cute. We're going to do an Andy Junk Minute. Is he free to join us or not? Andy Junk, are you free to join us for a minute? What's that? Are you free to join us for a minute? I can do a, do a minute. Oh, Pretty Andy look at him light up. How are you doing, oh. gang? Hi. Hi. Well, I can't really hear them with the headphones on there, Dave. Oh, you can. Okay. How about we, it, I we think take, probably uh, take off the headphones? Okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hi. Welcome back. Andy, you look so nice. Thank you. Oh, I just got out of the shower. Andy, we I've, were thinking we should do an Andy Junk Minute, but maybe you should tell us something about this going on in your life for a minute. Well, I mean, I feel like if we're going to do an Andy Junk Minute, the what's the the topic is improv and home improvement or <laughs> bike car yeah you tell You're us just, well, this is what the, i think this is my thing is that i know all about my life i i'd be more interested to hear about what what peter's been working on and tinkering with. <gasps> thank you so much for asking he's working on a closet right now <laughs> with drawers <laughs> and it's and then he's gonna make a uh a, a door that has like a sunburst on it 
California. Oh, so is it a, like a walk-in closet or is it like a sliding door closet? No, it's like a, it's not, it's just like the space that we had to deal with, but he's like made it nice with like nice shelves, but it's just like a regular standard closet. But the interesting thing about closets is I don't think a lot of them are made well. And so when you're kind of like, oh, I have, I can figure out how I want my closet. It's really hard to find like an example of a closet that you want because the fucking shelf is always in the wrong place or this is on the wrong place. So I'm very like, oh, I want like side cab. I want like a side shelving here so I can just put things on here and like there should be a hook here. So it's been fun to customize it. I mean, that sounds so awesome. Yours is going to be the new standard. (laughs) (laughs) Your closet is so sexy now. It's going to be the new standard when people are like, I need to build a closet. There's no example. Oh, here's an example. And it'll be yours. There we go. You're going to be on Pinterest boards, Joe. So excited. No, I can't can't do the picture of the house because then they find you. Okay, okay. I love you both so long. Good to see you, Andy. Good to see you, too. Oh, they just said, go get out, get out of here. You're s- <laughs> that was so hard to so listen to. Really oh, hold on. <laughs> and look, he's taking his and bike out. The bike. He's biking in New York. I think the dream. Okay, babes. We should call this a wrap. I am like literally need food. Me too. Sames. It's <laughs> like 3.15. You guys, that's like four hours. Thank you for spending this time. Thank you for joining us. We promise it's going to sound fun. I was like, sorry, it wasn't funny. I was like, and I hate British swimming. Babe, we're going to. We're mad for you. Yeah, we're going to clip it up. Yeah. I miss my babes. Love you, babes. Love you. We need to record a song, 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 song. Mom sounds. Bye bye. Shit! 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 Are you mad? Bye bye. Oh. Not yet. Oh no. Loved you. Bye bye. Ooh. Uh, oh, thank you. Oh. Yeah, I'll be crying. Are you mad? Okay. 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 We need to record a song. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Bye bye. I love you, girl. Love you, babe.